to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I am Denise Sith, and today we're going to talk about the drama mama, drama llama llama. We're going to talk about drama, okay? And just strategies. You know, first off, I want to just state that this isn't like to be like, stay away from people with drama. Like, to, drama sometimes happens naturally. Okay, so to, to actually even be really serious about this before going in, I do want to acknowledge that drama often accompanies like major life changes and transitions, right? Unnecessary drama happens when people turn small issues into large problems, usually on a regular basis. Okay, uh, drama is often created by people or those who need attention or excitement in their life, all right? So they do it to create basically like a rush, right? Something's going on, uh, you know? Strategies to avoid drama include creating healthy boundaries and limiting your time with these drama seekers, but there are things to look out for. So I just wanted to kind of have a caveat out there that drama sometimes just naturally goes with life changes and transitions. And so they're not always like, oh, I'm going to stay away from that person, right? There are reasons why in certain circumstances you would try to support somebody who's going through that. And only when it turns into unnecessary drama, right? When they're turning smaller issues now into large problems, um, that's kind of the red flag that you want to kind of veer away from, okay? Because, you know, there are really big monumental times in our life and those deeply change the way we live, right? The course and the direction that we're going in. And for the most part, these are pretty normal and they happen to everybody, okay? Possible, you know, marriage, divorce, death, uh, the loss of a job, the loss of a family member, right? Or a spouse, sickness, these are all things that are natural things that would create huge issues, right? But then there's dramas in like everyday life, the way we see life, the way we process life, the way we've learned to deal with life, you know, from people around us when we grew up. You know, some people view everything they do as incredibly challenging, okay? Like monumental in in like the perceived outcome. And it's often just filled with like catastrophic results of things that just go haywire, okay? So much of that is dependent on how people have experienced life as it unfolds. Some people just have that dramatic flair about them, right? Some people need drama to feel alive. I totally have people in my family who behave like this. And I used to, I believe, be one of those people who really felt like I couldn't be alive unless I had this drama. And at one point, 
when I look back at it, I feel like I almost needed it to be alive, which is a huge red flag in, in the how you're living your life. Um, you know, regardless, you know, of why people are choosing to process life dramatically, the bottom line is that some people just need to turn what most of us like consider very small issues into major problems. And, you know, before you go out and you, you know, try to figure out how to avoid other people's drama, it's important that you ask yourself if you crave drama and why you might be attracted to it. You know, do you find it exciting to like, you know, be right in the middle of other people's like, you know, situations? Do you like creating drama because it, you know, gets you attention and draws other people into your life? Does drama make you feel more important? You know, does uh, drama, creating drama around little things help distract you? from actually living like the poop show of your life because you've made poor decisions. These are all things that you really need to identify in order to help you understand why drama seemingly is following you around. And once you've figured out that you are part of the problem and what you can do about that, then you can start focusing on ways um, to avoid other people's drama. Right. Um, So some points that I considered. So this is very hard for me. Um, Drama was a major issue and I uh, could be the biggest drama queen you will ever. I will soapbox it until you are blue in the face and throw a white towel at me to give up. Um, And I really want to get away from that. I'm truly trying. It's one of the hardest things I've had to do because I didn't realize how many people were so dramatic around me and were like, Denise loves this stuff. Let's give her a call and I'm going to pull here. And, you know, and it's like, throw me the line. And then I'm always like, yeah, give me that line. And I grab onto it while they're reeling me all over the rough waters. And it's really just stress that you don't need. You don't need it all. And I realized that my past traumas especially in childhood, really play a part in why I feel almost it's like a drug to be involved in drama. And so I am personally much more relaxed, um, less volatile, uh, for sure, when I just step out of the drama poop pit, okay? It's just so much better. One of the first things I did is assessing my relationships because what kind of people was I attracted to or who did I attract into my life? Because, you know, I looked around, were there more than one person that needed a lot of attention or maybe just one? Is that person me? You know, the point is to minimize people who bring drama into your life. I mean, to start, look for people who are easy to be around, okay, who are not demanding, who have a positive outlook on life. Look for people who share themselves, right? And who are there for you as much as you're there for for them. 
That is a key component because there are times, guys, when people really need someone, okay? And they need your time and support because their life is turned upside down and they're counting on you to help them through a tough time. And being a caring friend includes those times when you may have to extend yourself and spend a little more time, give a little more attention, few more hugs, few more coffee dates, wine drinks, dates, whatever you want to do. That's not drama. That's being a good friend. There is a difference there. Okay. Um, consider how you interact with people. This is me. Oh boy. Be fully present. Listen, right? Learn to listen. Listen, 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 and observe before you jump in, especially if the interaction or the conversation becomes reactive and emotional. Like literally my middle names, reactive and emotional. <laughs> it's like, seriously. And I know that I talk over people and I'm literally just in, in case you're somebody who I know and you've had conversations with me, um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It literally stems from also childhood trauma, needing to be feel important, needing to feel like you're in the room and I'm working on it. I feel I've gotten a lot better, um, but I'm working on it. Um, so if someone is being overly dramatic, just step back, distance yourself, okay? Because that could be emotionally and psychologically or physically if need be, right? Like whatever it is, okay? Don't offer advice or solutions, okay? Especially if you have not been asked, okay? A lot of people like to interject stuff. When I say a lot of people, I'm raising my hand right now, okay? I've lived a huge life. I've been through things in my 53 years that a lot of people just don't even see in a lifetime. And I sometimes feel like offering advice or solutions is coming from a good place, and it is. But if they're not asking for it, I need to shut the hell up, you know? Downplay the drama. Try to change the course of the conversation to something a little more neutral, okay? So it's like, psh, just back it up, right? Oh, you want to hear beep, beep. Beep. That should be the sound in your head. Not like you're going all in with a police siren, okay? And if someone gets angry with you for not playing along with like the drama, you know, right? You need to be upfront and honest about how you feel. And you also need to tell them how much you're willing to do for the relationship or the friendship, right? And if that's not good enough for them, okay, step away from the relationship. Because if someone can't accept how you feel and they insist that you continue to support them, like in this one-sided, dramatic, stressful relationship, bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Focus on your own life. Like, like I can't even say this enough. I spent, because here's the thing. I spent so much time worrying about everybody else because I did not want to focus on my own life for a reason, okay? Because it was a poop show. Okay. The clowns and the monkeys were just taking over my circus. It was chaotic. There was no ringmaster. Step up, put your big girl pants on or your big boy pants on and focus on your own life because your own life should be the most important to you. It's literally vital to your own well-being and growth to take care of your own business. First and foremost, you. The more you do that, the less time you have to care about other people's business. Because some of us believe that 
You know, being a good human means that you need to sacrifice your time and your effort in order to help others, right? That's true to some degree, okay? But it's also important to care for other people and what happens to them. But never at the expense of your own, like, well-being or yourself, like, ever, okay? When you allow yourself to become deeply involved in other people's drama, right, you can ultimately suffer from that, like, a large percentage of the time you're going to suffer from that because sometimes what happens is that you end up caring more for others and then what happens to them than they do for themselves well how's that helping you right so let me i'm going to explain that again to you because i feel like sometimes i blur over my words right sometimes what happens is that you end up caring more for others and what happens to them than they do for themselves and it's not your responsibility to fix or solve others' problems, period. This is sometimes a lifesaver for me. And just so you guys know, I have these things written on a little, like, tiny, almost like a a uh, business card size, and it's laminated for when stuff happens. I'm sorry if everybody hears Peter giggling in the background. But on that note, we're going to take a little break for our sponsor, and then we're going to shoot back in here talk more about drama. Hello, friends. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by another family-owned small business. Dare Universe was founded by Rick and Janine Mason in 2022 after years of hashing around the idea of opening up their very own store that facilitates and helping you connect with your mind, body, and soul. Based out of Sanford, Florida, right here in the USA. They take great pride in being able to provide a great selection of merchandise for every budget. Dare Universe is a high-quality, personalized experience, not like those cheap big box or mass world delivery sites. Their mission is connecting you to your higher self. They carry a large selection of high-quality and authentic items and services like sage sticks, chakra balancing, intention candles, essential and chakra oils, over 90-plus incense scents to choose from, crystals, bracelets, manifestation kits, and teas. You all know that I'm all about finding calm in the daily chaos of life. I use Dare Universe for that little extra something that helps bring me to a calmer self. Check out Dare Universe at www.dareuniversellc.com and you can get $5 off your order using the promo code Finding Calm in the Chaos. Again, take a look at Dare Universe at www.dareuniversellc.com llc.com and find the calm in your chaos. Hello, 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 everybody. We're back talking about the drama mamas. Okay. Um, We talked about some things that help, you know, eliminate drama or at least keep it to a minimum. I think just life in general nowadays is gonna have some sort of drama because there's just so many life things happen happening to so many people and so how to take the minimal amount of drama and especially just you know being a good friend versus just being like involved in the nonsense so um we talked about 
uh, just a little, you know, assessing your relationships, taking a good look at them, considering how you are, interact with those relationships and with people in general, focusing on your life and not other people's life. And then the last one that we're going to talk about today um, is hard, but it's basically boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Let me say that again. Boundaries, um, creating boundaries allows you to maintain control of how you relate to others. To others, I'm not even joking, guys. Create healthy boundaries. I didn't realize that about 90% of the ill relationship or the um, the uncomfortable relationships that I've had with family, especially were all because I did not maintain healthy boundaries. I allowed people all up in my personal business and never said a word or just exploded, which which was joining the drama. And that's kind of sometimes what people feed over, right? They feed on that. And so boundaries and creating them allows you seriously to maintain control of how you relate to others. To, to others. Sorry, I can't even talk today. Um, you need boundaries literally provide clarity about what you will do and what you won't do, right? And it's going to help you hold your ground and prevent you from being coaxed into basically entering into other people's dramas and nonsense, okay? Establishing boundaries sends the signal, right? You're sending that, you're giving a flag, all right, to others that you have your limits about how involved you're likely to become. And the more, when you first set your boundaries, there's going to be an issue. People are going to test them just like kids, just like puppies. I'm telling you, um, they will test your boundaries because they were never there. So all of a sudden it's like somebody walking and you got a clear fence, right? You're putting up a piece of plastic wrap. Okay. And they're walking into your thing and they've always just walked right into your inner circle. But then suddenly you put up plastic wrap in your boundary. Imagine like literally, let's give you a visual right now. We'll do almost kind of like a visualization. Your personal boundaries, okay, exist. Put your hands out to your side, okay? And from your fingertips, if you draw a circle from your fingertips on the left side to the right side, and you go all the way around your body, let's just say that's your personal space. If you allow people to constantly be in your personal space, there's nothing there to stop them. But if you add a boundary, okay, so let's just say you put up an invisible fence and you wrap it with saran wrap. <laughs> okay, so there's a little, just a little fence. Now you wrap saran wrap around it. Nobody can see it. But somebody that normally invades your personal space because you have no boundaries walks up and slams into the saran wrap and they're like wait what like what just happened get out of here so they shove themselves in it again and then they shove themselves in it again don't take the saran wrap down and then they're gonna come back like a month later and slam themselves into that saran wrap again and you're like nope hold strong you got this and then six months later you know something happens and they come and they they walk towards you with the drama and then they stop. 
And they're like, you know what? I don't really feel like slamming into this saran wrap anymore. And it'll happen less and less and less. So establishing boundaries will send those signals to others that you have limits about how likely you're going to become part of that drama. And when you set the boundaries, you're better able to distance yourself from others. You're less likely to engage in their issues and attach it to their outcome, right? You're not going to be sucked in of like just voluntarily just going on this ride of chaos with them. Don't do it. Just don't. Just say no. Um, But the boundaries are everything. And there are some other people that might not realize. So we could talk all day about how other people create drama, but there are reasons why you may be creating drama in your life without even realizing it, okay? So there's lots of people who literally have like the drama, the dramas, okay? <laughs> like like they like, they don't produce like gold, they don't produce good ideas, they just produce drama. Like it's what they did, okay? And I feel like there are a lot of people, and I can only speak from from me, right? And I'm sure that, I, and this is stuff I've talked to my therapist about as well, but a lot of times um, you like the adrenaline and the energy that comes with drama, even if that energy is dark and heavy, okay? Because you get a faster heartbeat, you're in a messy situation, you create as many as possible, you keep your blood pressure going, your dopamine levels like, woo, right? It's like drugs, okay? It can become addicting. There's someone very close to me in my life who is, I'm 100% sure, is addicted to the adrenaline that comes with drama in their life. Because I don't understand why somebody would want to live like them. And still, like, it's everything. Like, you can't even be like, hey, how's it going? Because it is going to come with a story that is outrageous that you don't even want to know. And I was the same way. And usually, you're not even aware of it. Right? And the solution to that is to just kind of find healthy ways to get your daily dose of, you know, dopamine without creating mess and a drama, right? What does that? Diet, exercise, meditation, sex, just saying, right? It increases dopamine. But even just changing how you eat can help that. And I will continue to say that clean house, clean mind, cleaner house, cleaner life. You just, having a neat house really takes a lot of, if your house is a mess, you're usually a mess. That's super indicative. Like it goes hand in hand. You can't convince me otherwise. Um, You might, okay, first off, my second one for me was drama and mess distract you basically from facing the real issues and challenges you have in your life. Okay. There's something inside of you that needs healing. Okay. And the drama and mess 
effectively distracts you for that because it's easier to fill your head with tension and anxiety than to truly dig deep in yourself and start to work on your inner problems. It's not easy. And so a lot of us are just simply terrified to look into like deep issues, right? So we sweep it under the carpet and we do something that's going to distract our attention from it, right? And it could be anything, right? Unhealed childhood issues, uh, being unable to deal with the loss, right? Of something, someone, a job, you know, a spouse, a mother, a father, you know, self-resentment, deep insecurities, whatever that could be, mess and drama guys are coming to the rescue, okay? They're going to make your brain overoccupied with something else, okay? How's the solution to that? Uh, I can't tell you how to solve your inner issues. I mean, I don't know how to even solve my issues. That's a therapist job. Okay. But the first thing I could recommend as a first step is that you are aware that you may have unsolved business with yourself. So you probably want to like go to a therapist and start working it out. Um, my third one was drama is familiar to me because that's the conditions you were raised in and you're used to. Oh man. Like, do you remember like if just things that went on, right? Passive aggressive strategies, uh, blame games, narcissism, um, you know, I scream whenever I feel like it. I'm going to, you know, take little situations and make them huge snowballs that are absolutely ridiculous. Right? So in other words, like, you were by any chance raised in a drama-driven environment? My hand's standing up again. Don't get me wrong. Like, no family's perfect, okay? Most of us were raised in families that are, like, slightly dysfunctional um, or at least uh, anything have uh, a little, you know, touch of drama in them. But uh, some cases become, uh, you know, drama turns into normal, and that's not right, okay? We're drawn to what is familiar, and many times we're just repeating our parents' behavior, right? Even if you swore you'd never be like them. I still say stuff that I know is just like my mom or my dad, things that I didn't like when I was younger that I said was absolutely something I would never do. And yet here I am, right? But, you know, my solution was that in my case that I needed to acknowledge it and then to make a decision that I wanted to detach myself from the patterns that I learned during childhood, okay? Do you want to live a life resembling like, you know, the, the drama created by the first family, right? But this is yours, right? So you're going to try to observe them more carefully now, and then you make conscious decisions not to engage in the drama creation because it's not allowed. You're creating boundaries because they're not allowed in your family, okay? And then... um I get done. I have like six here, but I'm gonna do two more. Um, your mess, okay, is a cry for attention, appreciation, affection, validation, all of the above, one of the above, pick another one, okay? Because there's this really funny thing with humans, okay? We love to feel loved, appreciated, validated, especially by our close ones. But we have this little thing called pride and ego. And they're always somehow telling us that it's a bad idea to say it directly or just show us in an obvious way. So what do we do instead? 
Um, we start creating all the situations where we force others through dramatic behavior to get where we are. This is me 1000%. I throw the hissy fit. Uh, I can't believe that you guys like don't appreciate me and blah, 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 blah. And like, like get, get a life, Denise, like stop. Cause you know what? It's enjoying feeling like a victim. So people around you will sympathize with you. Okay. You're looking for sympathy. Or maybe you were the little kid who messed around and is on its bad behavior. So parents will finally pay attention. Cause for me, good attention and bad attention were the same thing to me. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Maybe you feel insecure in a relationship for like, you know, and for whatever reason. So just provoking a fight to hear, I care for you, right? This kind of behavior always comes from some sort of unfulfilled needs, right? The need for validation, the need for appreciation, the need for, you know, uh, affection. And do you know, it's not you, it's me right? We all say that, right? It's not you. It's me. No, this time it's really me. Like it's me. It truly is. And if you say that, oh, it's not you. It's me. No, it's, it's you. Okay. You got to be really, sometimes you got to look deep. Sometimes it's not pretty, but I'm telling you, it's so worth just not having the stress in your life. And so the last one we'll talk about is the self-fulfilling prophecy. So you create a mess to confirm that you always create a mess. For real, right? Like, do you hear yourself in these? Because this, these are 100%, I could hear and see myself in these. Because you notice like, so there are some people be like, I'm so clumsy. And they're usually the ones who like spill red wine all over their white outfit, right? Or um, I'm always attracted to the wrong people, but they're the ones always in bad relationships. So there's this phenomenon that's called self-fulfilling fulfilling prophecy. You see yourself as a certain type of person and you subconsciously will do everything in your power to confirm that image in your head, even if that image is something that you don't like. Seriously. It's the power of our brain, man, and our actions. So first of all, you need to realize the story you tell yourself about yourself, okay? Do you, so this was me changing words. And we've talked about this, the way we speak to ourselves. So do you always say I always, or I never think about that. And sometimes you have to trace it because I say I never, and do you truly, that's that was my phrase. I'm a, I never do you true or I always, I use that too. When I'm on my, I'm on my rant about how I always do the same thing every morning, but I always have to ask you guys to empty the dishwasher. Was it cleaned out? Did you bring your water bottles to the sink for the night? Did you take your supplements this morning that I'm telling you, it's just this cry for being appreciated because I am looking for validation. It's just what it is. And I didn't get it when I was younger. So that's little Denise coming out into adult Denise trying to like, you know, be a kid in a 53 year old body. And that's just not happening. I have to acknowledge that that just happened. I'm really sorry that that's how I felt and that's how I was treated, but it's different now. I'm an adult. That's not the situation I'm in. And I don't need to behave that way or act that way. Period. Easier said than done. Right? So do you truly believe that you will always repeat the same patterns or results because you're just that type of person? 
Because if yes, then you probably most live in your life on half potential, right? You're trying to confirm to yourself that you're the person that you have once invented. But the good news is, is that you can stop it and be whoever you want to be. You do not have to be self-fulfilling your own prophecy. You could be whoever you can be by just stopping, correcting the behavior, and doing something else that you want to be. And so, I mean, are you a drama queen? Right? I hope that you got something from this to give you some idea on how to bring literally some calm to the chaos, okay? Um, drama is sometimes addictive, but it's 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 never healthy, okay? It's never healthy. And it usually means that there's something in you or in your life that needs fixing, okay? But you should try to get to the bottom of it, all right? You don't wanna be afraid um, to lose a part of you, right? Don't be afraid to lose the excitement part of your life, right? Because you can create new healthy excitement because drama is never good. Just remember that. All right. So that's all we're going to talk about this week. It's the end of the month. Uh, we have one last coffee talk on the 29th and then we're shooting into August. Holy smokers, people. Love each and every one of you. Don't forget, share the podcast do some comments, give it a like, give me some stars, whatever you can. It all helps the lovely podcasting world. Until next time, see you next week. Lead with kindness.